The, the, the dream is real. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live from Loveland, the safest place on earth. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an amazing episode 31 for you, and it is entitled Black Excellence. And I couldn't think of anything more black and excellent than these three mother suckers right here, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for the beautiful. Shelly, no headphones burn. Shelly, what's happening? What it do? What it do? <laughs> I love you. I love you. Sound amazing. Keep those round of applause going for my dog. Teule, what's happening, player? Black man. Everything good. Good to see your face in the place, champion. And without further ado, I have to have a resident doctor, Sugar. What's happening, Sugar? Hey, y'all. I'm the brown one. Everybody else yellow. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do, you know my cocoa can is coming in, okay? The sun is shining. It's 80-something degrees in Georgia. I'm finna go lay out after. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome. Yeah, I want to. I love it. I need it. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to start this episode off with uh, some homage to the late, great Andre Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, on Sunday, we celebrated... Uh, the third anniversary of his uh, home going. And um, I say celebrated because I don't have too many bad memories with that man. Uh, I've only had amazing um, times, memories, and that's what I'm standing on. And whoever's going through something like that, I suggest you stand on those good times because they, they weigh heavier. They outweigh the pain and the frustration. But I want to give y'all a little story time what brought me to episode 31, Black Excellence. Um, I met Andre Harrell as a 20-something-year-old wild child. Um, I was outside. Yeah, I was outside. Um, I actually was getting out of some trouble um, that really wasn't my fault. The probation officer said I wasn't reporting, but I really was reporting. But back then it was fax machines. Yeah, take it way back. Let me bust that gun for, for, for fax machines, okay? Back then you could fax. If you were in school and you were trying to do better, you could fax in your report. So I, I, I was told I wasn't faxing in my report. So DJ Clark Kent said, Kenny Burns, uh, I'm at Motown and Andre Harrell is giving out white men salaries. White men executive salaries. I said, well, well, Clark Kent, wait a minute. You the horn for the, the white men executive salary. What is that? What is he doing? He's like, man, look, he's hiring the best executive staff. I said, I want to be down. This man is the soundtrack of my life. This man is black excellence personified. I mean, look at the soundtrack. I'll be sure. I can tell you how I feel. Nine day, nine day, nine day. You can see the ash wash all over me when I sang that. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. And they had the original blue, black, light-skinned Negro. If I'm dreaming, just let me sleep. You ain't want to mess with Crystal Williams. You hear me? He was outside. And ladies and gentlemen, God. You can have a piece of my love. I do love you. Forgive me, um, Teddy Riley and my brother Aaron Hall, if I messed that little lyric up, but you know I meant to it with my heart. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Te Ule's favorite group, Jodeci. 
Yes, Jodeci, leather in the desert. Jodeci. Take my money, my house and my cars for one hit of you. You can have it all, baby. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Mary J. Blige. I'm going down. I mean, you cannot make this up. As a matter of fact, Mary J. Blige is going to be here at State Farm Arena this Friday and Saturday. She got Jodeci performing on Friday. Do you think that she and Casey going to do that duet for Mother's Day weekend? I do. Huh? The dream is real. I mean, this roster was one of the greatest rosters of superheroes ever assembled to usher in the champagne lifestyle. And speaking of the champagne lifestyle, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Clark told me he was coming to, you know, DC on this Motown review. I was so excited. Um, he said, put a little party together, you know, go introduce yourself and tell him what you do. And I guarantee you, you'll get a job. So one time for Clark Kent, my brother from another mother, I love you deep, home team. But, you know, I did it. I put that party together. You know, I had the light-skinned girl waiting, the Dom Perignon. You know, walked in 30 minutes later after I knew he had a couple, you know what I'm saying, drinks of that DP and that good conversation with Sheila. You know what I'm talking about? So I walk in 30 minutes later, he sees, he's like, Oh, sit, this nigga kitty first. Oh, sit, you make magic, nigga. I was like, yeah, man, you know, I just, I know you like DC, man. You got a certain love for DC, man. I just wanted to have a scene set for you when you, when you came. Oh, sit, this nigga says all the right and I was like, man, I appreciate it, man. It's an honor to meet you, man. You were the soundtrack to my life growing up, you know, as a teen, starting to feel myself, feel the ladies, you know what I'm saying? I programmed my lifestyle, you know, after the Uptown soundtrack. He was like, well, what do you do? Oh, boy, you fly, look at the gear. Oh, you know, you got all the wavies with you. Your crew is fly. What do you do? I was like, I make it happen. You know, and that was just, that was it, y'all. He was like, oh, this nigga got all the answers. Oh, sit And so he told me to be in New York Monday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, I showed up at 8 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. He didn't show up until 10 a.m., but, you know, got in there with him, man. He's like, oh, sit you can't. They can get this nigga some money. He deserves a check. And I started making 60000 a year, y'all. You know, he, he called into the room. Get your Sid Thompson in here right now. He started pressing buttons. And Get such such in here right now. It's Clark Kent in here. Tell him to come in. So he had everybody come. He's like, this is Kenny Burns. Put him in street team marketing promotions. Give him $60,000 a year. Figure it out in your budget, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, is that easy? All the necessary people got me hired that day. And I look back on that, man. That's as black and excellent as it can get. You met a young man and just felt his energy and his lust for life. And you gave him an opportunity off the first meeting. If that's not black and excellent, I don't know what is, but you know, I tell you y'all all the time what this man means to me. You heard his last interview. I mean, how ordained was that? The last interview he ever gives is with me? Somebody he took a chance on with the first meeting? You know what I mean? A first impression. When we talk about how, show up how we want to be received, ladies and gentlemen, I showed up. 
And I showed out and I've been showing out for this man the entire time. But I think we need more black executives like that. You know, I know there's a, a bunch of great black executives, but I think there's an equal amount of bad executives that are doing it for the check, that are doing it so that they could just continue on with their go their monetary goals instead of the culture goals that are supposed to be in place. Ladies and gentlemen, we have people that don't care about a soundtrack to your lifestyle. Could you imagine the Motown era and what that was for our parents? Do you know what Uptown Records was for our era? You, you hear me? You know what Bad Boy Entertainment was, Rockefeller Records was for our era? But now the death, destruction and disruption you know, the worst level of disruption, because some disruption is necessary, but the disruption that's happening with this murder, death, kill music, this overly sexualized women, non-feminine energy music, <laughs> it's, getting out of, it's getting out of hand. So I got a question for you, uh, nation members. Um, how do you feel about where these leaders of black industry are as it adheres to culture and what culture should be? Black excellence is a movement, just like black power. Right. Um, wow. You know, there, there's there's no respect um, for it because it really is out for personal gain. I'm the one that created um, what, what's his name, Takashi Six. Takashi Six. Now hold on. What's that? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Oof. Like disgusting. And you really think that you're moving uh, uh, um, something forward? you're harming the culture within you're harming yourself all it is is just a nod on your resume Facts. there's nothing excellent behind it yeah you didn't go to school to learn how to do you know mediocrity you learn to become excellent in your craft in your career so it's a cultural bias so. facts facts sugar you was about to say something with the music industry unfortunately the people that are in leadership Y'all know what I'm gonna say, they don't know who they are. So they're really just trying to please the people that, that are above them instead of appealing to the culture and appealing to what the actual artists are good at doing. Right. What their, you know, what their strengths are. They're, it's just, it's just crazy because they literally are just feeding a machine. It is exactly the truth. Taylor, you want to say something too? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's no empathy with mm. a lot of the movements now. It takes empathy as the foundation to me to move black excellence as a mindset, as a culture, as a movement forward, right? I can't in good faith say this is about black excellence while at the same time denigrating women. Right. Makes no sense. That's not black excellence, that's exploiting. Ooh. And that's never going to win. So there has to be at the foundation, yeah, there has to be a mindset that if I put this out, is it going to push the community forward? Or is it just going to lie in the pockets of the exec and the artist? Yes, that, yes. That's, that, that can't happen. Listen, brother, you, you hit the nail on the coffin, literally. I feel <clears throat> like leadership doesn't lead. They kind of are your friend. They kind of are your buddy. They're kind of there to support the bullshit that you're doing and just make sure that you continue to complete and give it to the record company so they can put the bullshit. Like, I don't even feel like there's a lot of leadership anymore. You know, when I think of people with families, you got a son and a daughter, but yet you're continuously pushing this death? Hmm. You don't mean it. 
you do not mean it. Your heart is not in there. You're not you're not aligned with your with your purpose. You could definitely let people tell the real story about their neighborhoods and the real things that go on. But as the powers that be, you can also direct them in the way that you know that they should go. Sorry, all you independent people. Without distribution, you have nothing. Yes, you could talk about going online and you could do Perhaps. all this, that, and the third. It's cool. Yeah, you could probably make some money that way. But the ones who making some real money, you have to have partners. Okay? That's just life in general. Don't let that go over your head. You got yeah. to have partners. And the people that are in power clearly want y'all to be doing this bullshit. They clearly don't want you to be black and excellent because... When you get into the 80 percentile of music being degrading, destructive, and disruptive in the wrong ways, you, there's, there's nothing black and excellent about that. You like my my, my 3Ds right there? That was good. Thank you. Oh, let me get that. But I just feel, I love you, Shirley. I just, I feel those like so concerned. And Shelly, you were, you, you wanted to say something, baby? Oh yeah, I feel so concerned um, because it doesn't seem to be subsiding. Now, mind you, in every era, we've had some ignorant shit. We done had some people coming through with the bullshit. It's just, it's part of our growth, right? Black mm-hmm. people, you know it. We got, we got to grow out of some shit sometimes. I'm still climbing out of nigga though. And I'm cultured. I've been around the world. I've had some successes. I can see the pot at the, at the end of the rainbow. And I'm still climbing <laughs> up out of it because it's, it's systemic. This has been a part of my life. This is a part, this is, has been a part of their brainwashing. I, yes, I am too affected by it. I ask people all the time, should I stop the gunshots? I ask people all the time, because I'm, 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 I'm tiptoeing. I keep tiptoeing whether I'm gonna keep saying nigga or not. I keep t- tiptoeing, you know what I'm saying? Now, that don't make me a horrible person because I'm on the right side of history the majority of the time. You know, it's because of I'm brainwashed. And you're more aware. You, The older you get, the more of an elder you become in, in your words. You're just becoming more aware of where you are and what you're doing and how it's affecting other people instead of just being yeah. Kenny-minded. Yeah, old Kenny. Good time Kenny-minded. Good time Kenny is a motherfucker. Though. He's outside. Ooh, <laughs> boy, he looked to me over the last just creepy in a little bit. No, he going, he, going, he, he going to. Every time we celebrate. Every time we celebrate, you can count on seeing a good time. Kenny. All right. Good time, Kenny. Um, but I think, you know, we're all saying the same things. And I, and I like to start with music every time because they're the more formidable movements. Music is no... Think about what I'm about to say. Music is no longer the soundtrack of life. Has that ever been a case in history? Music is no longer... We don't go to today's music to, to define what's going on or to check. I mean, clearly it's defining as far as death, destruction, and disruption in the, in the wrong way. But it's not that. When we go to, to listen to some shit, we're going to try mama's music or we're going to the 90s. We're damn near not fucking with the end of the 2000s. We might fuck with a little bit of the early 2000s, mid 2000 But as soon as it start getting into the... Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. You know what I mean? It get lesser and lesser, but but... That's a statement. How do y'all feel about that? How does it feel to hear somebody y'all respect say, the culture today is not led by a soundtrack? That's where you go for peace. That's where you go for inspiration. You can't go to this music today. How do y'all feel about that? For me, it upsets me, right? Because I, I take an offense to anything that does not push my people forward, right? So I'm upset at whoever is behind the button pushing. I know, you know, puppets on. on the string, so to speak, but- come on. 
it's like I, it is so it's not embarrassing like my heart actually hurts when i heard a song um i went outside this weekend and the song said excuse my language my pussy pink my booty hole brown Ooh. pound town just left pound town let my nigga he just took a bitch down but here was the cold part come on the shorties was on the couch singing it word for word mm. so my heart is hurting like this is what you think of yourself as a young lady come on that's not black and to, excellent that's that is ridiculous and so like my heart hurts i think it's embarrassing but at the same time it's like okay what do we do you talked about a plan that andre had i think that has to be foundational right like we got to have a plan that says this is what we are this is what we are not absolutely and that's what's missing today is the what we are not Ooh, we are that. gravitating to whatever you say i am if it's gonna bring me a check that's where i'm gonna be that's and that has to, that's dangerous so so unfortunately it's Ooh. so many people that are out here just because they've never had anything mm -hmm. so when somebody offers them something they are grasping and just pulling at it without even caring about it but one thing i would like to say and this is a probably just changing the the direction of the conversation just a bit these young athletes yes have a different vibe about them that they're not doing what you want them to do mm. they're not doing what you want them to do they're doing what they want to do and making their money nil deals all of that they are making their money and still controlling all of their stuff mm. and i appreciate that and it kind of gives me a little bit of hope with this generation i don't know about the music but with this generation that is coming up now I feel like that they are taking um, much more responsibility and ownership for what is important to them and what makes them tick, you know? Yeah, I wanna just comment, and I'm coming to you, Shelly. Um, sugar, to your point of athletes. Yeah and no, too, with the music, because John Morant just hosted three parties in Atlanta this weekend. You just got in trouble. You just got in trouble. You Damn hear me? Man, he's a handler. You, his daddy was, I thought I saw his daddy can't go, but the point I'm trying to make is, this is not black and excellent for the life of me. I could not believe that. So to your point about athletes, yes, I think there are a lot of people that are taking their financial success and how they want to show up in their contracts and negotiation. I love all that energy, black and excellent, but they still warm up to this bullshit. They still go out yeah. and feel like they, John Morant grew up in a, in a family and he's waving guns, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I understand having a girl on your lap and you look like, about, you look about, like you're about to eat her ass. I get that, you know what I mean, as a young man, but like on your own time, without cameras. You understand me? There's a place, there's, a, there's a time and a place. I, I wanna get into that with the action items, but but Shelly, what were you about to say, my love? I wanted to go back, cause I just, it, it just popped into my head and we talk about art and we're, we're talking about the culture of where we are now and art imitates life. Amen. Now, unfortunately, the art is skewed right now. Um, black excellence literally is a surviving thought. And is that by any means necessary to where we're now degrading this and there is no, right. you know, hold on, on, on what is going out. And it's like, where, where did this, where did the turn come from? Where did the turn, when did it happen that we're just, we're sinking sand right now? Brilliant point. I think it happened in the end of the Andre Harrell, Russell Simmons era, right? Follow me for a second. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Mickey D. 
The realest conversations always happen in the Mickey D's booth. Oh, baby, I want extra pickles. Yeah, that's right, extra pickles. And then give me a chocolate milkshake and add some vanilla and strawberry. All the best nights out in with the bite from Mickey D's. Jessica, I can't feel my face. Please, let's go by McDonald's. <laughs> A full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Uh, excuse me, I said I wanted the quarter pound of cheese. You said filet of fish. I'm telling you right now what I want. A full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. What you want, Kenny? I want uh, a Big Mac meal, 10-piece nuggets, and two milkshakes. Uh, he wants a big And a filet of fish. Boy, what you want? Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. Everyone's got their own. Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories today. TKBS Nation. With some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating the world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights D. Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those all around her. D. Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at the age of 11. Dee has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating towards Ford vehicles as her personal ride went off screen. In fact, much of her stunt driving training took place in a Ford Mustang. Dee is one of few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism, and unfair representation as many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. As a part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of many examples that show us that Ford drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they are built Ford Proud. Learn more about D. Bryant's story at Ford.com slash Built Ford Proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change. Real stories brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. One in eight. That's how many people have worked at McDonald's and where some have continued their career. Where graduates of McDonald's Career Online High School program are now role models leading the next generation. Where aunties, uncles, cousins, and communities learn skills they can use in every aspect of life. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. One in eight have worked at McDonald's, and where you start stays with you. TKBS Nation, this podcast is brought to you by the good folks at American Express. With Amex, every day can feel like a vacation. And I swear I mean it when I say it. I went to Miami this weekend because I have two Aries that wanted to celebrate by some water. So we land, go to the Soul House, and guess what we checked in using? Yes, my Amex. That night, the Janet Jackson and Ludacris concert was in Hollywood, California. We drove out, so the car service and the drinks went on what? Yes, my Amex. Ladies and gentlemen, my Aries are spoiled rotten. They wanted a boat the next day. What did I pay for the boat with? My Amex. That evening, I wanted some Chinese food. Yes, I got what I wanted at Mr. Child's, and guess what I used to pay for dinner with? Yes, my American Express. The dream is real. When you're with Amex, you can make every day feel like the best day ever. American Express, don't live life without it. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central on VH1, Black Ink Crew is back to back and United in Ink on Monday nights. 
First, on Black Ink Crew New York with Caesar leaving the shop, Puma steps up to lead and rebuild their legacy, while Ted works to secure his own. Bay sets up her own shop, while Rock and Crystal rethink marriage. Then, on Black Ink LA, Cat is preparing to birth a new shop in Beverly Hills and a new baby. Meanwhile, in Compton, KP's dream of ink and music seem to be fading, and having it all is harder than ever. With the group dynamics shifting and revelations changing relationships, can OGs and new artists create as a unit two cities one night united in ink black ink crew new york and black ink crew la starts tonight at 8 p.m eastern standard time 7 p.m central time on vh1 i just learned discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year they automatically double all the cash back you've earned that's right everything you earn doubled all the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled all the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled and the best part you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it nope discover does it automatically seriously though see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com match when that era stopped right def jam was starting to get into onyx and then obviously, you know, because Onyx was like more disruptive. It was more rock, right? And Rick Rubin's foundation was rock, right? So I got all the comparisons, the, you know, but, but the messaging started to change, right? So by the time you get to DMX, Jay-Z, you know what I mean? You were dealing with amazing storytellers telling the stories that we just didn't see every day if you weren't from that, right? So you get it. But it also empowered a lot of black people before before that, it was Andre Harrell and Russell Simmons, like in LA and Babyface, and like a few people that had their hold on an entire industry. But it opened up the door and the floodgates because all the hustlers felt like, okay, cool. Well, first it was muscle. I can muscle some of these motherfuckers. I can extort. I can do these things. Then it's like hustlers, like, nah, well, I can sell crack. I can sell records. My man better than him anyway. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it, I see the I see the opportunity lane and why. What I do not get is that once you get said power, we'll fast forward to Young Thug and YSL. When you get the power and you get the opportunity, how don't you start to denounce the very things you know has taken some of your comrades, has taken your family members, has taken. And that's where I think our generation now, leaders of the free world, right? We are the leaders of the free world. My generation, your generation are the leaders of the free world. We are parents, we're almost grown kids, or we are in positions of education, meta, whatever it is that's gonna help save this motherfucking world, we know, right? But it's like, damn, you know, you take away the opportunity, what do you have? The same people that are frustrated in the first place, was on the block in the first place, systemically, you know, families, generations ruined in the first place, so what? So that's that's where I think it started, Shelly. And I'm glad you brought that point because after that, it was a free for all. It was you could talk about anything because somebody's going through it or you could do this. Like even when you think about the thugs and I'm not listening. Melody wise, I've said it a million times. I think they're one of the best generations with melody. Were they saying anything with the with the melody? No. You know, what I mean, no. but melody sonically riding the beat. You got why the shit sold because you know, traditionally, historically in it's, music, it's sing-songy. Whatever sing-songy from nursery rhymes to, to Buster Rhymes, goddammit. You know what I'm talking about? So the point I'm trying to make, ladies and gentlemen, I want to know your opinion. We are in a position now 
where people just don't give a fuck. It's, it, it's not purposeful anymore. Let's just call it what it is. The, the offering is not personal anymore. It's not for your community to be okay from. It. It's not for me to put you on some game. You know what I mean? To, to help you get somewhere. All right? How do y'all feel about that and where do we go? And I want to get into these actionary steps uh, on how and what we need to do because the music industry is super flawed. Humans are flawed, but that industry got to almost got to go in the form that we know it as. Well, the problem I have is there is nothing that anybody is working towards. They're living in the moment. So um, facts. The, yeah, Stephen Covey wrote a book called Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. And then several spinoffs happened after that. And his son began writing the books. So if you don't begin with the end in mind, right, you just out here willing and dealing. You just out here trying to get a check for this and that. And that's why these artists, they have come out of the hood. Yeah. They have been given all these opportunities because of their talent. Yeah. Go right back to the hood because they feel like they have something to prove. Which also, John Morant, he feel like he got something to prove because he came from a little Cosby show kind exactly. of family. But now he want to be like, yeah, don't play with me. Okay, baby, you ain't got to do that. But I honestly wasn't even talking about those athletes. I was talking about the collegiate athletes. Yeah, those college, yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting their money. And for the first time yes. ever. So they have a certain position yes. of power. You're absolutely right. You know, I want to say this too to all the youngers that listen to the Kenny Burns Show podcast. You make $200 million, you better fucking cut your hair. You better do whatever you can to show the next generation. Cut. No, 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 let me take that back. I don't want to say cut your hair. John Morant, I'm not talking to you. No, John Morant takes care of his hair. Let's, let, let me, I'm going somewhere. We're getting to the action items. So, Ja, I don't want you, or anybody knows, Ja, tell him please to listen to this, but I don't want you to cut your because you take care of your hair. You groom your hair. But all my youngers out there that don't show up groomed, that think somebody's supposed to take you serious, all you motherfuckers out there still wearing ski masks, coming in venues thinking it's okay, you gonna get your head knocked off. You gonna get your head knocked off. Okay, we have to have some 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 order, y'all. We got to have some rules in place on how us young black men and women are showing up. Mm. How y'all are showing up. We cannot be out here. Now, it ain't like the episode last, the other night I saw of the Equalizer where uh, Queen Latifah's daughter in the show showed up. She was going for an internship. The lady wanted her in the back and she wore braids. I'm not talking about that. Stand for your, stand for what you believe in. You know, you can wear braids, dreads, whatever you want. And her braids looked amazing, by the way, in this particular episode. And the whole thing was about somebody else being racist. Yes, hold them to the fire. When it comes to you and you wondering why, you got tattoos on your face. Now, if you bought that life, and I'm not, y'all know me now, we ain't judging nobody. If that's your lifestyle, live it. But know there are things that come with said lifestyle. That's all you need to understand. And if you wanna have dreads, keep your shit together. If you are Rasta, practice what Rasta's practice. The majority of them don't care about nothing but social issues, you know what I'm saying? Community, fan, all the great things, by the way, but they like to get high and they really ain't tripping on their appearance. But you, the one who wants to try rapping and it don't work, but yet you done got the whole rap kit and now you trying to go back to corporate America and get you a job and you tripping or think they're the tripping and you're wondering why, you know why. Look at you. Unless you're your own boss. 
It, you got to answer to somebody. And amen. <laughs> Unless you, you're your own boss, you got to answer to somebody. Ain't no way but around even, it. Shelly, come on. But even if you are your own boss, you still got to answer to somebody. His name is his name is the secretary of the city that you are in. You still got to answer to somebody. You talking about Uncle Sam, y'all. Y'all didn't file y'all taxes after April 15th. Oh, shit. Well, I half, half these people didn't know how to write their articles to turn that in and get ready to get under default. So let's talk about that. No, you listen, listen, listen. Tell them, Shelly. Y'all out here, y'all think it's sweet. That That's what y'all thinking. Listen, my sons, I, I, I had my nephew and my sons in the living room. Big shout out to Kobe Simmons, he's got his contract two years, the Charlotte Hornets. Big shout out to Kaiser Gates, he you know plays with the Long Island team, which is the Nets G League. He just shot 58% from three point this year. You know what I mean? Like crazy, right? But I'm literally having a conversation with my nephew's sons. They're all my children. I'm like, when you're cutting your hair, it's time, now mind you, they, my one of my nephews, he don't really get, he don't, he ain't tripping. The other one, he kind of stay neat, so I get it. But at the end of the day, we gotta show up how we wanna be received. And they gonna come see Unc, they gonna get the real. They gonna get the new package of the BRNS lifestyle that's almost sold out, y'all better hurry up. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they gonna come get this game, this free game. Cause I've been there. I've been to Bush with the temple table. Tell him, Shelly. I, I mean, like, listen, growing up in Washington, D.C., you were almost an oxymoron on a lot of levels. You wore a uniform. You act a certain way. You talked to say, you know, you did. But ladies and gentlemen, you got to break yourself out the cycle sometimes. You got to yep. break yourself out of what you know to be life into the life you want to know. Message. And then we have to really be careful as black people because people expect us to show up and not be at a certain level. Come they on, sugar. They expect us to act a fool. They expect us to be cussing in public, in public places where you shouldn't be cussing. Like you got to know when to turn it on and know when to turn it down. Because like literally, I have to tell shit. I have to tell these kids all the time, every day. Treat school like it's a professional setting. I don't want to see you coming in here with your bonnet on, sis. You cannot do that. You need to let. I understand you need to lay your edges down. But at 840, you need to take your scarf off. Well, I just, I'm wearing pajama pants, but you're not going to sleep. Come on. So let's, let's, let's reel it in because people are, number one, you black. Number one, you're a girl or a guy. Black woman, black man. Number, th number three, one, two, three. Yeah. What, when you get to a setting where you don't need to be like this, you're not going to know what to do because you have normalized this type of behavior because you just want to do what you want to do. You don't need to do that. Normalize being professional in professional settings. Now, when you with your homegirls and with your homeboys, you do what you want to do. But in here, stop cussing in front of adults. Come on. Just stop. It's disrespectful. Do what you want to do out there. If your parents let you cuss, go on and do it, baby. But I'm not your mama. Don't cuss in front yeah. of me. I'm going to tell you what's missing to kind of go back a little bit is um, shout out to the U.S. government. They did something back in the day called Cointel Pro, and it was all about how do we stop the rise of another black messiah, mm. which, is, which is really just verbiage for black leadership. Amen. What can we do to stop giving people black excellence? So the reason why. You see someone like Josh, shout out to you, love you and your pops, but your pops is dead wrong. 99% mm. of the time, what we see him. Mm. 
your son is $200 million strong, you won't coincide with hoodies on and glasses. If you don't get up to the exec box and make some deals with them executives, sir, but that's again, what's missing is the big come homie. On, come on! Where is Young Thug's big homie? It's like, hey, yo, listen, you got this bread now. We can't be talking about this. And we, we got the one thing that 50 did with his group, we ain't never gonna say we a gang. Nah, this ain't G-Unit gang, right? Why? Because the government is looking for gang. So we ain't gonna do that. Yeah. So where the big homies at? Big homies gotta be the ones that's like, yo, we're not signing this deal. This is a slave deal. Can't do it. But we the big homie now, you always with the little homies. I'm try, trying homies. to act like the little, the little homies. Right. Like you can't be everywhere the little homies is at. That's stupid. Yeah, and bro. so this lack of the black messiah, somebody who can say, look, like a Harrell, hey, listen, we're gonna give out these wages, but we ain't gonna do certain things. That's you got right. to do this, right? That's Big right. homie is missing. So, you know, shout out again to John, your daddy. If you get up to the exact box, sir, and make some deals, your son is 200 million strong. If you don't get him to 400 million, but you can't do that with a hoodie, glasses, and fighting courtside. Why? Because hey. now your son think it's cool to do that, goofball. Hey, listen, man, listen. <laughs> You know, I you know I love these conversations, y'all. I, I I really hold y'all dear to me, like I really do, because this is like this is not so overarching that people shouldn't hear this. This is what you want for yourself. How you don't how you don't amplify what you want for yourself? Like and it ain't and, and I, I, I'm so glad you said that, T, because as I'm looking at what's in front of us, bro, like we literally are behind the eight ball, but more importantly, we're behind the eight ball because of our own actions. We are, <laughs> we are constantly, constantly putting ourselves in these positions where we gotta take two steps back to jump a fucking step forward. Oh, and it's, I mean, listen, I am guilty of it too. So I, this is not a, a, a finger pointing session. This is not, this is some therapy for us, y'all, because we, we're the generation now, y'all. We have to do something. We have to have, I remember specifically, not that the nation was ever a part of my upbringing or, you know, the Muslim ideology a part of my upbringing, but I remember the structure and I wasn't even fucking in the nation. The reason I call y'all the nation was inspired by the nation. It was a, it was a, it was a ideal of like, oh shit, okay. If you want to be the best version of yourself, here's the structures you need. You know what I mean? And I wasn't willing all the time. I called 19 Keys the other day, and that's my little brother. I said, I heard you said something about pork bacon the other day. I said, well, on Sundays, I eat some pork bacon. I just want to know, does that affect our relationship? <laughs> Which he said, nah, he loved me like cooked food. But the point I'm trying to say is, y'all, we know what we want and how we want it to be better. We just don't be putting forth the effort all because the, uh, the effort is the most uncomfortable piece, y'all. The effort is us actually leaving some shit alone that like pork bacon, I could really leave that shit alone. I went through my phase. <laughs> I was never a five percenter. You know what I'm saying? None, I was never into the Muslim faith. You know what I mean? But at one time I was, I told you I admired their lifestyle. I was like, you know, let me stop eating pork. But then it got but to we the- come from, we, we come from this culture of that. We, I, I said it on the last time we were together, we come from the best part of the 70s, mm-hmm. 80s, and 90s. Yeah. Because we really were the first to understand what that community of standing out on the block 
meant from our ancestors right. that which, stood out on the block right. to march. Right, which wasn't selling drugs standing outside. It was outside to actually, right. But, and, and, and my point is that, you know, we have all these podcasts out here and we have all these uh, um, things that are getting communities of people together. And I'm just like, okay, so why don't you go take it on the block? We do. Yeah. Go take it on the block. You always show your excellence when you are here specifically in dc yeah um and then other places that you go you take what you have created and put it on the block no question why is everybody standing out here y'all are standing out there are you talking about your dreams no shelly are you because talking about what, what or, or what you want to see next no shelly you dead right no action i'm tired of going down seventh and o street yeah i'm calling y'all out seventh and o kennedy i'm i'm tired of seeing y'all looking like that when i walk by i'm like what's up what y'all got going on anything new Ah, sis, we just, you just what? Outside. We've also made black excellence about money. That's not it. Because when you do that, you become elitist. And now the bus driver don't mean no good. But imagine if the bus driver wasn't there doing the Montgomery bus boycott. Who's driving people around to go against a movement, right? The cook, right? It, It can't be about, yo, and that's, people are now like, I'm not going to take that job at McDonald's. Why? Because I got to be like old boy with a bag, a shorty with a bag, right? Oh, so bro. everybody's trying to look to figure out, well, black actually must look like little shorty because this is, she got the money and she looked like this. So I got, no, no, listen, take that job at McDonald's, flip a burger. My dad used to always tell me, yo, when you flip that burger, figure out how you can own McDonald's. But you got to go in there with a vision. The vision is lost now. It is. Everybody want to be Kind of like it's, they want to skip the steps. Right? They want to skip. You got, they want to skip the work. Yo, be the bus driver. Yeah, Try and, the bus. And, and to be honest, it's okay. Like, and that's what we got to get back to making people feel like it's okay Thanks. to have a, a job, <laughs> a job, not even any particular job, a job. You want you, <laughs> you don't even have what it takes. Sorry, sis and bruh, you, you don't have what it takes to be a boss. Sorry. Facts. You you don't have what it takes to be an entrepreneur, but guess what? It's okay. You understand me? It's okay, but we do not make it okay. We do not celebrate the people who are doing the real work, and that was the whole inspiration behind episode thirty-one, Black Excellence, y'all. We don't we celebrate mediocrity. I want to get into some action items. Action number one: This does not have to be a significant other in the form of um you being in a relationship. Okay. This has everything to do with you having good partners, good friendships, good mm. springboards, right? We have to figure out our relationships, y'all. Our relationships are trash. Our relationships are all based on what we can do for one another. That is why I got married and why I got married young. I didn't want to fucking grow up without somebody growing with me that knew me better than anybody that will help me. Now, mind you, I never see getting a divorce. But if I was to ever not be with Jessica, we would be best fucking friends. Right. And that's what y'all got to get to the core of why you're in these relationships. And uh, yes, every relationship starts with something that's missing in your fucking life. Yes. Y'all be out here thinking, and I'm talking about friendships and relationships. Y'all be out here thinking it's going to be this perfect, whimsical, everything. No, you didn't meet your homeboy like that, 
right, T? You ain't meet your, your homegirl like that, right, Sugar? Like you, y'all met on some type of common level and got to the point of connection, mm -hmm. got to the point of an authentic relationship. Do the work. That's the first step in this actionary plan we're gonna put together. We have to have better relationships. We talked about community and how we don't know our neighbors last episode. Go talk to your neighbor, introduce your neighbor, stop your car slow, do it slow. Don't be pulling up on nobody on you, roll it, you know what I mean? Talking about just beep the horn, make it, make your presence felt, okay? But definitely speak to your neighbor, know their children so you don't think Bobby who just ran across your grass is a goddamn, you know what I'm saying, thief. He might just be chasing the cat. You got to know, no, but this is why things be getting out of, out of hand. Right. So we got to know. So that's the second thing. So number one was relationships, y'all. We got to have relationships. That's whether you with somebody. I'm talking about your friendship group, your partnerships and business. You got to have a group of people that also speak your language. You have to. And that should be your immediate community. Number two, you have to stop doing this, black people. You have to stop shunning things you don't look as success or shunning things you don't look at as worthy. You gotta stop shunning people and, and, and things, man. People, more importantly, right? Because those are the things, how thing, people are how things get made and get brought to the table. But you got to stop sh putting people in a box that you have no idea of their journey or where they're going. Because ladies and gentlemen, we talk about defining success all, all the time we talk about defining success. And some people's success does not look like yours. Some people know their skill set and know their superpowers. They have no problem with being who they are. So get the fucking pressure up off and let them be them, please. That's number two. Number three, and I, I really applaud the educators. Sugar, you're obviously one of my favorite, but even in the financial space, we have a lot of people that are doing God's work and even giving people options to figure out for themselves what they want to do with their finances, savings, so forth and so on. But we have to start reading more, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. We have to start reading more, not just about financial literacy, but about our heritage, about people we admire. We got to stop spitballing with these fucking cliff notes you be taking, thinking you know something. Instagram. Right, you get these saying, and God bless all the people who put positive energy into the world, if it's a clip of me, whatever. But at the end of the day, you don't know nothing about this unless you read it, unless you study it. We all spitball, it's part of our game. Black folks are probably the most formidable spitballers in the motherfucking planet. If it was a sport called spitball, it would be all black. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? It would be all black. <laughs> But we, we have to get up off of that fake it till you make it mentality. We have to get up off of that. We don't need the education because this skill set gonna serve me the rest of my life. No, you gotta know something in this world. And I am at 50 years old not knowing all that I should, but I know a lot and I'm gonna share it with you mother suckers, but you gotta start learning for yourself and start reading. Cause, cause you, you, you ask sugar, you guys tea, anybody a part of my, my team, they understand I ask questions. I want to know, I need to know. I do not know everything. Um, so please y'all, let's get up off our high horse because we come from royalty and we supposed to have all this jewelry and we supposed to look like money because our ancestors in the, in, the, in, the, in the world we didn't live in don't know nothing about was told that <laughs> we had, hello, do not let that go over your head. 
But you know what I'm saying? Like we supposed to have all this because we, and I'm guilty of it too. I got diamonds and gold and watches, all type of shit. But I'm trying to do better. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, number four. Uh, number four is a very formidable uh, tool for you in business. Um, stop taking shit personal. All right. You want to be black and excellent? Stop taking shit personal. We know all the systemic racism. We know all the trials and tribulations of our ancestors. We know what our mama and them went through. All right. But stop blaming motherfuckers. Okay. All right. And stop taking shit personal. You have every 24 Facts. hour option that the rest of us have, ladies and gentlemen, to do with that 24 hours what you will. And I suggest you get what you came for. Because complaining, you know what I'm talking about? Holding people, you know, hostage in your mind. Because it ain't in their mind, motherfucker. You wasting your motherfucking time putting somebody else in the box, nigga. Huh? You in the box. You the one thinking about the shit. Huh? So I just need y'all to please take that step. And then five, you know, and I want to continue to build on this list and I want people to really create their own list. What works for you and how you can be empowered by looking at something every single day. But number five, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot do this by yourself. You cannot be black and excellent by yourself. You can't be the only one with money. You can't be the only one with access. You can't build nothing without a team. You can't do nothing without support. You cannot make it. I'm sorry. Even them blood sucking motherfuckers take advantage of four, five, fifteen hundred motherfuckers to get where they going. They needed somebody. Okay, please, y'all. It's time. We gotta let go of all the chains and free ourselves mentally of these places and spaces that we live in, man. Because the majority of it is in your mind. The majority of the things you think exist are in your mind. Not in everybody else's. What you believe, what you think, other people nine times out of 10 ain't think about. Stop, stop putting the mental handcuffs on them. Man, I had to get through them steps, y'all. I was feeling black and excellent this morning, man. How y'all feel about those steps? I feel like that's the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Huh, we, yeah. Need the, <laughs> we need the horn. <laughs> that wrapped everything up and they put a bow on it. Ain't no need to add nothing else to it. Yeah. There. No, but you're valuable to me, Sugar. I'll be needing your your high five. Thank you, T. What you think, champ? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah. Got to have those actionable items. Want anything? Any plan that doesn't have actionable items is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, we got to start somewhere, man. Yeah, man. We mm-hmm. need action items. We need consistency. Um, yep. We need proper accountability. Come on, just Sugar. I need. We need. Listen, we need to honestly. We need the proper evangelists. You got people taking other people's messages, fucking it up. Hello? Don't <laughs> people be it did try to make it dance. Okay, let's not hello, we see you out you know there still. Every week. Every week. But you know, I, I'm saying all to say, ladies and gentlemen, I created episode 31 um in honor of Andre Harrell. May he rest in peace. Um to everybody we've ever lost that meant anything to us. Uh, we are here today because of them and we will carry on their legacy um, in the way that we show up. And this episode is about showing up, y'all. So I love y'all. Please take those 
action items to heart. We will uh, plaster them on shirts. To, to Tiffany, we got to make some shirts, baby. We got to have some shirts with the action items on them. They will be all over Instagram. Today, when you see this, you want to know why? Because the dream, dream is real. Real. You that, See, Sugar, This you did that on purpose. You did it on purpose. Take no. that for your pinky toe and go teach some kids. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. The, the, the dream is real.